You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas. And today, oh my goodness, my whole heart is smiling with my next guest. Y'all, she is an actor, a singer, and a ball of fire. She has a master's degree in choral music education. She's performed live on America's Got Talent, Dancing with the Stars, and Carnegie Hall. And she also made her solo debut at 54 Below. But I know her as being a part of the beautiful, the Carol King musical family. Y'all, please help me welcome Alexis Tidwell. Hello, hello, hello. What up? What hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I am good. I'm good. Where, good. As good as where are you? I'm in, well, the New York area, but I live in Jersey. So I'm like looking at... Washington Heights across the street. So if that nice. makes sense. Well, across the river. Nice. Yeah. Um, I wish I was there right now. I am in California at the moment. Um, but I saw on the news the joy and Ooh. eruption. Were you part of it? Were you part of that? Ooh, let me tell you something. I typically, because I'm not just responsible for my well-being, also have a family um, that I'm currently living with. <laughs> my my stepson and my husband, but yeah. let me tell you something. My friend Michelle West called me and she was like, "We gotta go, we gotta go." And so I was like, "You know what? I can't miss this." And so we drove down there. We stayed on the outskirts, but we saw it. We were there. We felt the drove down where Times Square. Oh, yeah, Times Square. So that's the thing. There were pop up everywhere rallies. I don't. It's not even a rally. It was a party. It was a flat out party all over the city, but there was one in Times Square. There was one in Harlem over there where the Black Lives Matter mural is. I think yes. there was one uh, downtown somewhere. It was it was incredible. Alexis, I have chills just thinking about it. You have no idea how, like it was a joyous day, but also I was devastated because mm -hmm. I had booked my flight to California for the weekend thinking that I would have been in New York for whether it was good news or bad news. Mm -hmm. And I had just touched down at my layover when the news was announced. I'm like, and all like, like I wanted to celebrate with everybody and all I could do was sit on the plane and bawl my eyes out. Because it was good news, but I couldn't like yell, dance, celebrate. Mm -hmm. I could just sit there and cry. Public, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, yes, and not everybody voted you know like there are right. people who are hurt and that is just disrespectful to like but you know and we this is a time of trying to like unify now so I didn't want to be in front of anybody like ah. so yeah, you want to gloat and just be like yeah I know what you mean. but it's still good news okay wait so I'd like to dive in and can we revisit the moment that <laughs> we met the moment that we met yes what it was an audition. I don't know what it was for. That's a good question, but I know I ran into you while you were in that gig. We were in some city because I was on tour. No, you were in New York. 
Yeah, but I was on tour when you, because you booked it. I did? Probably not. That's a probably not. Especially after your audition. Okay, so I remember being in the hallway and enters this ball of fire who I have never met. And you are just bright. Like your aura is extending long and wide. And what did you say to me? You were like, Salisha. I'm like, <laughs> I have this bad habit of um, talking to people like we know each other when we just know of each other. <laughs> I'm like, but you know what? No, no, you were there, right? Yes. And you yes. don't know me, but I know you, girl. <laughs> oh, it's the best. I think that is the best. It, and it forms a bond. You were like, I'm in beautiful. And immediately it's like, oh, we're fam. We are fam. We are family. That's how I felt. Yes. And, and it just also, you, you say that about me and it's crazy to say about me, but there was an aura about you that made me feel comfortable enough to do that. You know, I'm big oh. picking up on people's vibes now. You know what I'm saying? Oh. There's some oh. vibes that are like, you just know. You just know. You just know. <laughs> but you were very inviting. I was like, oh, no, yeah, I could definitely. Yeah. Oh, you absolutely could. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you did. That is like a lasting impression. Oh, my goodness. Talk about a first impression, Alexis. And then, and then, <laughs> and then you went into the audition room. And I literally played Beyonce all morning in honor of you. You, this morning, you went to that audition room and you freaking killed. What did you sing? Baby, it's you. I'm down two octaves. Maybe I'm down like three octaves. Baby, it's you. You're <laughs> the one. Oh, oh. You freaking killed it. I was like, oh my gosh. I was looking around the hallway like, are y'all hearing this? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And literally cheering for you while simultaneously Searching for another song in my book. Oh, this <laughs> amazing! Well, that's sweet of you. You might have modulated higher than Beyonce herself. Oh no, I, I made the limit stop. <laughs> Just amazing! Oh. Just amazing! You're so, you're so good, and I think what is so beautiful about you is like you're so talented. And down to earth mm-hmm. and beautiful from the inside out and fun. I wish I had the opportunity to tour with you because it just seems like you probably brought a really warm vibe. That's just, that's just what I get from you. Oh, you're a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't always like, cause you know how tour is tour can, you know, it, it, Work your nerves. And it can take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. That's real. Like, it's a bubble that you can't imagine until you're in it. Oh, girl. <laughs> right? Yes. But I wish, too, I wish that I'd had the opportunity to to be in the same space as you. I feel like I came in probably a few months after you left or something like that. Yeah. It's hard to know where the timeline is when yes. it comes to the tour. Yeah. How long did you tour with it? girl two years to the day mm. oh the day that the first na- the, the well technically second national the day that it closed before starting the CETA tour was the day I debuted two years prior though to the day to the day girl that's amazing 
I was there for a, a year and nine months, and I felt like this is my show. <laughs> <laughs> Two years. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, well, the bomb, you're the bomb. I want to dive in because your hair is so beautiful. And I, what do you, what do you consider? What is your curl type? Do you know your curl type? Yes, I do. Okay. And be not deceived by the way my hair looks right now. I am 4C. I I have some, I have some pockets of 4B, but I'm really just 4C. I treat my hair as 4C. Got it. Yeah. And okay. And it's okay if you don't know the answer to this. I need to get down to the bottom of it, of it for myself. But like, how can one find their curl type? Ooh, girl. Honestly, I'm not the scientist of this, but I have looked me neither. into this a lot. Um, I think it's easier for me because um, my hair really just falls into one end of the spectrum. But you so there's like the number system, which is determined by um, the way it curls, I think. And then the letter system on top of that is based on how tightly it curls. Like I said, I could be wrong, but I okay. think that's what it is. So- well, I'm like over here trying to figure it out and people ask me and I'm like, listen, <laughs> I, I started this podcast so I could ask the questions. I don't know all the answers. <laughs> Word, word. This is a good you way know, to find out. Doing a podcast and interview people is a perfect way to get to game. Honestly, and you 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 obviously have a very healthy relationship with your curls, which is why I'm so excited to have you on here. Like looking through your photos, your posts, and everything. You just embrace it and it is so powerful. It's it's really powerful. It's so beautiful. So my question is, have you always embraced your curls, especially having a tighter curl, Mm. which hasn't always been praised in our society? Yeah. Like, like people are just now catching on. Have you always embraced the beauty of it? So the short answer to that is no. (laughs) I went natural in 2014. Um, I have a really good friend. My her name is Charlie. For years, she was like, Alexis, you just gotta go natural, girl. Go natural, girl. She was one of the first people, and I'm talking about back in like 2008, like 2009. She was one of my first friends to go natural, and I was like, you know what? I don't, you know, no hate on anything or anybody who's going natural, but it's just not my thing. I'm happy with my perm. I'm happy with my flat iron. Okay? <laughs> yes. yes. And she was, she's one of those friends that just like, she cares about what's best for me. And I was like, I'm good. Thank you. Um, but I, okay. So I, it started out as an accident. But then it became a conscious decision. So I had a really, really great sew-in, okay? And I kept that sew-in for like six weeks. And when I took the sew-in down, I had so much new growth. Oh. And I was like- From your perm. From my, from, from, yes. So when I, I, so you know, you get your, you get your sew-in like, like 
close to when you get your perm so that your hair can lay nice and, you know, flat. Got it. Okay. But then my hair grew out because it was sewing. So under the, under the sewed hair is braids. And so my hair under the sewing was protected. Had a little leave out right here, you know, where you can get a flat. Yep. Yes. <laughs> where you um, go over it a million times to make sure it's right. matching the weave. Yes. I know that life. Yes. And so anyway, I took the sewing out and I was like, oh, this is six weeks of new growth. Let me see if I can do this thing that they call transitioning. And girl, let me tell you something. Transitioning is for the birds. It's so hard. It's worked for some. I personally think it works better for people with 4A and under hair, like 3, 2, 1. <laughs> like me. I just kept Damn. having to like put it in halo twist and trying to figure out how to hide it. Until one day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just cut it. <gasps> Did you do a big chop? It wasn't necessarily a big chop. It was a chop. It was like a medium chop. <laughs> <laughs> my hair was about this, like, long. Like, as far as a fro, it was about like this. Oh, I saw a photo somewhere on your timeline of it. And it looked really cute. Yes. I went deep. <laughs> I did a deep dive. I'm like, oh, there she is. Yes. It yeah, was, it was small, but I mean, when I cut it, I thought I had my good friend Brittany there, and, and she was another pioneer for like natural hair. Um, but she was there with me, and when that first snip came, I thought I was gonna be so hurt. I thought I was gonna cry. I thought I was just gonna be like, Ugh, crisis. I didn't care. Really. I did not care. It didn't, I felt free. Yeah. We'll be right back right after the break. I never, I don't think I've ever said this to you, but as it pertains to theater, I'm what I call a late bloomer. I got into theater after graduate school. So I'm not, I have, I'm not like somebody who has been into musicals like my whole life. I got I cut my hair right before I moved to New York to con, to pursue theater, so it was like a big like life change. Wow! And it's just all kind of met, like which is all in flow. Like we're we're going we're gonna do that is so crazy. Yeah. Also, congrats on getting a master's. Like that is bomb. I'm like I barely graduated with my bachelor's. I'm like, can I get out of here, please? And I can't even I can't even imagine. So um, kudos for you and for, for working. Like, that's awesome. A huge life change. Um, okay, wait. So let's see here. You, uh, we were in, what is the beginning of your natural hair journey? Like, how did you grow up? Did you grow up always perming it, straightening it? What age? So <clears throat> I, I grew up always, you know, when you're little, you got the plaits. You, well, for me. Well, as a, as a young black girl, I'm the youngest of three. So my mom, by the time I was born, she knew she could throw them plaits in my hair. I had the big balls at the end, you know, you swing too hard. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I had the bow red, okay, the snap bow red at the end. I, you know, yes. that was my life. But then when I was eight, I got my first perm. Okay. I was so happy to get my first perm because you're looking at somebody who my sister's are five and seven years older than me. So as I'm growing up, I can't wait to get what they have. You know, <clears throat> I can't wait to be old enough to have 
perm. And I got my first perm, and you couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't tell you me. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> I was yes. in my hair. Uh, well, you know, on Easter, because I could only wear my hair down on Easter. Oh, yes. My mom yes. wasn't playing that. <laughs> yes. Which is a whole other conversation. But, um, yeah, yeah, I got my first perm, and I, that was just a way of life. Um, my mother, <laughs> she just stopped. She literally just stopped telling me, Alexis, when you going to perm that hair of yours? Honestly, my mom is on the same page. Like, she's getting better. Like, I'm like, whenever she uses the word nappy, I'm like, we don't say that anymore. And she's like, okay. Like, I see her, like, trying. But yeah. it's a black mom thing, especially, like, our generation, I feel like, is, like, and I don't want to overgeneralize, but it seems like our generation is the first one to be more accepting of our natural yeah. hair. But our, our parents came from a different time. And it's like. Right. Well, I'll say my mom, <clears throat> she was a teenager in the 70s. She was my age in the 80s. And so when she was younger, she had a fro. They called it, you know, they just called it a, you know, a natural fro. Um, but I think. The difference between this wave is we've learned what's healthy for our natural hair and how to Got maintain it. it and how to make it what we want it to be as opposing as opposed to like fighting against how it naturally grows. Like my, I could I could tell you right now, I remember my yeah. looking at my mom's yearbooks and she had the fro and I'm and she was like, Ooh, girl, I had to perm that. I couldn't wait to get hot comb in my hair. And I was like, but look how look how full it is. But I think yeah. that's the difference. But like like you said, once she got her hand on a perm, there was no turning back for her to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so real. Um, you mentioned like it's probably easier for other textures to to transition. And that might be true, but I think across the board, transitioning just sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It, it sucks, especially when you're used to seeing yourself look a certain way. Yeah. And now it's shorter mm -hmm. and a different everything it's a different everything yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of finding yourself that happens in that like you're, you're right you're absolutely correct it's not easy for anybody if your hair comes out of your scalp one way and you were making it look something else and then you decide to go and allow it to grow the way it's supposed to there's a shift that's happening and yeah and there's a mental shift that has to happen right you even are like this you have to decide that it is acceptable you have to decide that it is pretty that it is cute that it is um something that you want you know yeah and and shift your and shift your perspective of yourself it's like looking at a different human in the mirror but i can only imagine like how you're saying like the tighter the curl it's it's just completely when you are used to your straight hair and i I cannot believe I've never had a perm. My sister did. I did not. But I definitely know what that hot comb is. Oh, girl. Like the hot comb, my auntie would put the hot comb on the actual stove. Like yeah. <laughs> on the eye. On the eye. On the eye. Like on the eye. On the eye of the stove, okay? <laughs> on the eye. Come on, Memphis, Tennessee. Like it's a real, like I know that straight life. And so yeah. when you first, you said you didn't feel anything when you cut it off. How did you like? How did you go forward? How did you find your voice in your hair? Like knowing, how did you know what to do with it after you cut it? Ooh, I didn't. But 
the thing is, I had a good, now that I think back on it, had a really good support system, like a good natural hair support system in my friendship circle. Um, <clears throat> I'm one of the last people in my friendship circle that I like went to college with and that I knew in Tennessee. I'm one of the last that went natural. And so they already knew like the tricks of the trade. Like my friend, Brittany Spencer, she had already started making her own hair products. And so oh. using her products and like, you know, YouTube videos were booming during that time when it, as it pertains to like natural hair. And so I was just like, I'm just going to look at all these videos and see what I can learn. Um, but also, I wouldn't, you know, when you're trying different products, it's expensive, okay? It's yes, expensive. it is. Yeah, it really is. Um, but, but yeah, but mostly just listening to my friends. But also, okay, I just had this one style that I kept. This one style. I would do a flat twist in the front and pull it into a puff. That was it. And call it a day. Got it. Okay. So what are you using today that you're, because your wash and go today is, is bomb, Alexis. What is your favorite go-to products for it? Ooh, okay. So <clears throat> let me see. So do you want me to start with the wash or the go? <laughs> Baby, tell me everything. Okay. Tell me everything. So I'm going to let you know, I just during the pandemic discover my wash and go it took me five what, what you did yeah just discovered it like i just got it just figured it out because like wash and goes first of all first of all ain't no such thing as a wash and go there's a washing process and, and you go through the steps okay um tell it tell it tell it we'd say wash and go and it's so deceiving it is it doesn't exist but there's a and and then as it pertains to like 4c hair we just think, okay, it's a myth. It's not even a real thing. It don't even exist, but I found it. Okay, <laughs> so this is what I do. So I use, what's the name of this product? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. So it's a shampoo. I will, I will, it'll hit me in later, but it's a shampoo, but it's a moisturizing shampoo. You can get it at Walgreens. You can get it at, it's not Carol's daughter. Uh, anyway, but Shea moisture. No, it's not Shea moisture. It's in a, it's in a bottle, but it's like the label is pink. It'll come to me later, but the conditioner, I use the main choice. Uh, oh, I you use, do? Yes, I do. They have, Ooh, you can get lost in the main choice if you if you go on their website because they have so many lines. I have always wondered about main choice and I always see it and I always almost maybe buy it and I never get it because I never heard anybody talk about it. So, yeah, okay. it's honestly my secret weapon and you'll hear me bring it up later. Um, but I use the, the main choice, but I do the I use the do it fro the culture line. So it's a particular um, line that the main choice has that is formulated for African textured hair, like kinky fro 4C, 4B hair, the do it fro the culture line. I can text that to you too if you need me to. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. So I use that. Um, that's the, so I, I literally just shampoo condition. Then when I get out, 
you know, I like to um, oil my scalp. I oil my scalp with um, um, black castor oil. And then I, I use the do it for all the culture leave-in conditioner. The same thing from. Oh, they have a leave-in. Yes. They have a leave-in. And then I have, they have the main choice again, has this um, nothing butter than this hair butter. So it's like a, they just have so many like crazy names for things. I don't know how I even remember it, but it's a hair butter. It's cute. Some people prefer, and I use that to moisture, like to lock in the moisture, the hydration and the the leave-in like nutrients. After the leave-in, you put the but the nothing butter than this. Yes, after the leave-in. I'm so excited! I've never heard of any of these products. I'm like, ooh, yes, girl. Okay, and I think it's like, first of all, your hair is giving me everything I need today. Your hair right now, she's fluffy. She's, she's so frizzy. Okay, but um, so you just gotta make sure you use an oil or a butter to lock that stuff in. Okay, and then after that, I use. Um, Uncle Funky's curly wait, Uncle Funky's daughter curly magic, curl magic. I'll send that to you too. That's the thing about the <laughs> girl, they just got these like crazy titles, <laughs> right? Okay, and is that with also the main choice, or is that a different? Is that like Uncle Funky line? Uncle Funky's daughter's line that's the name of it. Uncle, Uncle Funky's daughter, yes, girl. Daughter, girl. Okay. Is that like a gel? So some people use that as a gel. Don't use it as a gel. It's not a gel. It's a curl maker. So it's like, I almost want to just go get it and show you the texture of it. It is really like, it's gooey, but it's thin. And so when you put it in, you're going to be like, what is in my hair? But I'm telling you, just keep working in it. I like to, I like to what you call rake it in through my hair so you use your fingers and you just uh-huh. rake through um and you let what it does is it defines your curls it defines your natural curl pattern so basically right. what you see right here is what uncle funky's daughter did okay oh now, awesome one last product that i use to lock it all in okay i don't i don't i typically don't that? like gel I don't do gel because gel, you know, sometimes can be real hard and crunchy and all that jazz. But uh-huh. the main choice, got to end it with the main choice. They have this gel called, I don't know, it's, it's like buttery gel. It's called buttery You're gel. literally teasing me. It's, you're like, it's called, oh, right on the tip of my tongue. I didn't know this was about to happen. Like I knew that I was about to sit here and do this. And the products are literally right there. They're in the bathroom. You can do whatever you want. If you want to get them, you can, or you can keep going. I don't care. Like this is. Go get them. Go get them. Main choice, something gel. This is amazing. This is freaking amazing. It was right on the tip of my tongue, my tongue. But I forgot to say, to say I love you. It was right on the tip of my tongue, <laughs> my tongue. I'm back. You got it? Yes. You got it? Okay, let me see so it. with me. That was trash of me to walk away like that. But oh, girl, it's fine. Whew. So this is the leave-in. 
it's backwards, but you know, you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the, um, oh, doesn't get much butter than this. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't get Ooh. much butter than this. Breath. And yes. it's in Yes. Nothing gets much butter than this. And then it's, yeah, bold buttery gel. This right here. This is the gel I use. This is like a main choice, like, runway right now. Yes, it is. And let me tell you something. When I figured out, and that's the problem, you know, no shade to shade, moisture. And any, <laughs> any brands like that, but... My hair, you put that stuff on my hair, and my hair is like, who do you think we are? This isn't, this ain't it. You know, it'll just sit on my hair, and I just, it just never brought out my natural hair curl pattern. And so, but there's something about the main choice. I don't know what it is, but the thing that I like about this right here is when it dries, it dries soft. Nice. So it holds this, like I did this yesterday. <clears throat> I did oh. I did my wash and go yesterday. And so, but it holds the curls exactly the way they are, but it doesn't get hard. Okay, so how long do your wash and goes typically last? Anywhere from four to seven days. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get to New York and be like, can you do my wash and go just once so I could just see how you do it on me, please? <laughs> I would love to. That would be awesome. Like, literally, I know that I have the potential to do a bomb wash and go. I'm, like, discovering it now. I'm in the process. But when I go to a salon and somebody's doing my curls, G. O'Brien Hennings did my last cut and curl. The, and when I go to Divashon in the past, when they do the wash and go for me, that thing lasts four to seven days. Yeah. But when I do it myself, it lasts two days. <laughs> Day three, we have not a curl in sight. We've got Briz, Briz. I am ready for the eighties. Well, I will say if if I do get it to last six or seven days, excuse me, it does end up looking very similar to what you have right now. Okay, I, okay. I kind of let it naturally morph into what it's gonna be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do, and I do feel like. Fluffy hair, like I like a, a frizzy look, but I also want to be able to achieve a cur- like a defined when I want to. So, okay, here we are. I'm so excited to try your process, and you better believe when I try, I'm gonna like when I get my products, I'm gonna be like, okay, Alexis, wish me luck. <laughs> here we go. Here we- so we can walk through it. Okay, okay. We'll be right back right after the break. Um, I also saw that you had braids on your uh, – how was that? Ooh, so that's another gift of the pandemic. Um, I So you know how it is in our business. We can't get hairstyles. We can't get braids. We can't get anything because you're working. And if you're not working, you're probably going to be working soon. Right. And like a friend of mine, like Alia, right before she booked Beautiful, she had braids and she had to take them out. Like she literally just got them. Dang. Yes. Who did your, you tell me Harper did them. I would be No, excited. Harper didn't do them, but Harper is really, really, really good at hair. Like I want to say her mother's a beautician, like sis knows how to do hair, but I taught myself how to do it. You did that yourself? Yes. I taught myself. 
Well, it depends on which picture you saw. It depends on which one that you saw. That's amazing. Because I haven't invited it the first time. But, like, the I, I had, if you saw a picture where I had, like, a Martin Luther King and Malcolm X shirt, that was me. I did that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you just YouTube did that was your was that your first time or was that like your fifth time? That was my second time. Did yeah. it look like bomb like that the first time you did it? Uh, they didn't look horrible. They didn't look okay. bomb, but they didn't look horrible. I was like when when I realized like I did it to that level the first time, I said, "Oh, I might not ever pay another person to braid my hair ever again. Dang, Alexis. Yeah. Okay, so here's what here's where I'm at right now. I just learned how to do cornrows, and not really. <laughs> I just did my own cornrows last week, and they looked like booty. But they stuck to my head. They, it, you know, it didn't look good. But I wanted to learn how to do them because I wanted to crochet these <gasps> in. Yes! I just got, and I have a whole bag of them and they sent the little thing. I'm like, I have no, I seen the girls on YouTube do it. And I'm like, I'm not trying to twist myself. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to sit there and do it. But this is like my next project to try. Like, I'm going to kill it. Let me tell you something. Crochet. (laughs) Come on. Inches. 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 I think you'll, I think you'll be just fine. I don't. I personally have not tried that, but I know a lot of people who have done that, and it's like nothing. It's nothing to do it. And all you gotta do, like you said, your braid, you you French braid your hair, and it was to the scalp, and it stayed. That's yeah. And then we're gonna cover it up with this, yeah. and like, okay, so the YouTube, you know, YouTubers, they be making everything look like real easy, <laughs> like bag of it all. Yes. <laughs> And then you do it, and you, I was like, I thought you said it was going to be 20 minutes, three hours later, and then not looking half as good. I'm like, y'all trick me. This is a whole trick bag. It, right. And like, obviously, you don't make a YouTube video for people to learn from unless if you have mastered it. Yeah. Or at least are confident mm-hmm. with it. Okay. So, and bomb bomb inspiring i'm like okay i'm gonna try to do my own and one day i'll try to do the singles i want i know i'm gonna have to get you out of here soon um but i have a couple more questions um what is your wig prep oh my wig prep i swear by it okay so i have two. Oh. oh but wait can i just pause and be like you're the first person who i've heard who is like i swear by this wig prep because a lot of people are like ah I mean, maybe this, but <laughs> give it to me. Give it to me. So here's the thing about, about my hair. <clears throat> when I was on tour, I was, I, was, I was good with my hair. I knew what it was like. I knew how it acts. I knew that I could not blow dry and sit down every day and put all these plaques in my hair. Because that's typically my... Um, my um, what do you got? Wig prep. Like I would do yeah. flat twists. I'll just do like a head full of flat twists or I'll do like a bunch of plaits. That's what I used to do. Um, but that takes too long. It just takes too long. And so mm-hmm. thank you to Tracy Lee. She taught me and this was inspired her by her, but I do two flat twists. I'll have like a little side part because you know I had that ponytail on tour. Um, well, the, the, you know, the uh, little Eva ponytail for scene for the first scene. 
Um, yes. First. Yeah. Anyway, that's. Yes. So I know I what you mean. Two flat twists like this, and I would flat twist all the way down. And then the hair that was in the middle, I would just do four plaits and I just pin them down like this. French braids. Flat twist. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So first of all, okay, wait, let me try to grasp this. So you do flat twists all the way around. Yes. All the way around the and perimeter of my head, my head, my head. Around the perimeter. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle, you say plaits. I'm just making sure I have this in my brain. And if it's not, please correct me. There are French braids in the middle? No. Or no, no, no. Loose plaits are like the loose braids. Yes, loose braids. Not French braids. Correct. Yes. I would just do four. So like, it would be like a braid out, a braid out, a braid, braid. And then what I would do is I would lay them down like this and I'd just bobby Got it. Yeah. And Got so then I put my, my wig cap on and it's flat. Nice. Yeah. And it's able to, yeah, the pins will stay on the side. Yeah, because it got into those flat twists. Now, there have been times where I got a little lazy and I didn't really like, you know, get my hair. Because, you know, sometimes you got to put a little product in it so that it can lay down a little better. Um, yes. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to just be real quick. But then also what I would do is I would, I'm the type that I would live in my wig prep. Or what I would do is I would take the braids out and then just connect the flat twist. And I'd have Cute. it out like this with flat twists like that. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Love that. Love that. Um, also, can we talk about these reels that you've been posting? Yes. Only got two. They're bomb. <laughs> They're bomb. Yay. Maybe I'll keep going. I, please do. I, I cannot believe I wasn't following you before. And so now I am. And I'm going to need some more of those videos. I'm going to keep them coming, sis. You just gave me the ammunition. They're, I They're fun. And also, it's just like, it is something, there is something so beautiful and empowering and freeing when I see somebody else embracing their, oh, mm -hmm. there's just something I just wish I saw it more growing up. And so now I am loving seeing it and looking at people who f feel beautiful in their natural hair is like, <gasps> do you see everybody? Do you see? This is beautiful. See, see, see. Yes. Like That's so true. It, it, I didn't see it either, though. I didn't see it either. Everybody had perms. And if you didn't have a perm, it's like, ooh, girl. That's You're looking crusty. <laughs> <laughs> if my hair wasn't straight, I was looking crusty. Crusty, okay. Crusty and dusty. Things have changed, but you're right. And that's something, and I know we're about to wrap, but like that's something else that helped me in the pandemic was kind of documenting on my stories as I was learning how to do those knotless braids. It was like, you know what? It kind of, I don't, I don't have to look polished for the world or for my followers. This is how my hair looks. And so you right. can see what it looks like as I'm making it look like this because we're yes. going to make this acceptable. It wasn't yes. acceptable for me growing up, but it will be now. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love that, especially since there are, there are people watching. There are people who look up to you. And when, when young people or anybody is looking at somebody who they want to be like, if they always see just the perfect, the mm. finished product, it sometimes seems so impossible Ooh, it seems yeah. like unobtainable and are 
and it's nice to see the process. It's, I feel like our generation is so much more, what is the word? Trans, trans, what's the word I'm looking for, Alexis? Um, not translucent, transparent. <laughs> oh, yes. I was like, you're asking the wrong person to help you find a word. I still <laughs> the shampoo that I use and it's, it's right there. Right. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a lot of beauty in being transparent and not trying to just be so perfect. It connects us differently, I think. Yeah, and it's hard in our industry, too, because we're used to having to put forward our best foot in everything that we do. If we walk to the room, you better have a package together. You know what I mean? We're used to that. But, you know, let's here we are. Make this normal. Let's make this normal. Oh, I'm so glad that you came on here today. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you. me. I'm so happy to have you. Ah, oh, thank you so much, girl. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Beautiful fam in the house. Alexis Tidwell, ladies and gentlemen, you guys, she's just, ah, that's how I feel about Alexis. Literally from the moment, from the moment I met her, just all joy, family, right out the gate. I love her. Follow her on Instagram at tinytidwell or on her website at alexistidwell.com. A big old thanks to the Broadway Podcast Network. I love you guys. A big old thanks to Wilton Music for my theme song, Love COD. A big old thanks to Colin Tabor. I love you, Colin, for editing this episode and all the other ones, too, that you've done. <laughs> um, and also, thank you guys for listening. Continue to spread the word and be a part of the conversations. Drop me a note on my Instagram. It's Alicia Thomas. And let me know what you think, what you want to hear. If you have questions, if you've got comments or anything on your heart, I'm all ears, honeys. I'm all ears. So, yep, that's all. Thank you for listening to um, Black Hair and Big Lakes. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas. See you next week. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.